In episode 18 of Serious About Tech, I talk about the Sony Xperia 1, 10, 10 Plus, and the Budget L3, and the Nokia 9 Purview, the new 5-camera smartphone. That's all coming up right after these messages. Having a website is important for any brand. That is why you should get Zachary Webb, the host of this podcast, to create that website for you. I can create a great website that is flexible, but simple. Easy, but secure. You can get 10% off your website from Zachary Webb by mentioning the Serious About Tech podcast. Just go to seriousabouttech.com slash WWS. That's seriousabouttech.com slash WWS. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Serious About Tech. I am your host, Zachary Webb. We're going to be getting right to the content here. Content here is very interesting, even though MWC was a while ago and I didn't get the episode out until now. Um, definitely, these phones are something I'm really interested in. The the Sony Xperia 1, 10, and 10 Plus, and the Nokia 9 Pureview. These are three phones that are definitely very interesting for reasons different than all of the other smartphones that we have had here in the past uh, year or so that I've been covering smartphones. So we'll start with the Sony Xperia 1. This is their flagship phone. It's got a 21 by 9 ratio display as their 10 and 10 Plus also do. their new phones. They come out, those are their mid-range ones. Um, it's got a 6.5 inch 21 by 9 display. Reasons for this 21 by 9 display is that you can watch cinematic content, which is usually in 21 by 9. It's ultra wide. That is the content that some movies are filmed in now, like a lot of movies are filmed that way. It's just seen to be a very cinematic way to make videos, to make movies and such. So this phone is a flagship phone. It's actually not that huge of a, of a phone when it comes to width and stuff, but it is six and a half inches tall. That's a tall phone, really tall. Even if it's not that wide and stuff, it's very tall. It's got a it's got a 4K, so so called 4K OLED display. Very nice display with uh, Corning Gorilla Glass 6 to protect it on top. Comes with Android 9 Pie, the Snapdragon 855, the newest Qualcomm processor in it. Very good. 6 gigabytes of RAM and either 64 or 128 gigabytes of storage. You can put a micro SD card in there. Then here's the interesting part. So Sony, with their camera divisions and stuff, they have been not putting their best cameras on their own phones. But instead opting for these 19 megapixel cameras that, while looking good on paper and they had seemed to have good specs, the software implementation was not very good and... The picture just did not turn out as detailed or anything as people would hope from a Sony phone. From what people would expect out of Sony phones when their Sony cameras have often been so good. So now, what they're left with, what they're doing now, is switching back to 12 megapixel. So they have three 12 megapixel uh, cameras on this phone. One is a f over 1.6 normal lens. It's got good uh, autofocus and OIS on it. Then there's a telephoto camera. That's also 12 megapixel. That also has autofocus. And that makes for a 2 times optical zoom. 
And then there's an ultra-wide camera that is fixed focus, I, w- I would assume. I'm not sure if it's autofocus, but I think it's fixed focus, like most of them that we've seen. It's also 12 megapixel. It's very similar specifications, same size and everything as the telephoto camera, just with that different focal length. All three of these phones have a have the same 8 megapixel selfie camera. Um, all three of the, from the Xperia 10, the 10 Plus, and the one all come with that same camera and to me from the specs it looks like they're cheaper Sony Xperia L3 their low-end phone with a not very good processor also has that same camera which is cool to see that they have that same selfie camera now it may not be the best selfie camera but it, but it at least has that and it's got all the same specs you'd expect USB type C it's got a fingerprint sensor on the side um, Bluetooth 5, everything you'd expect, 4K video, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's also got USB power delivery charging, and they think it's going to cost around $1,000, 1,000 euros, somewhere in that price point. Now, the Xperia 10 and 10 Plus are a little bit cheaper at uh, here, priced in the US at 350 and 430 respectively, the 10 and the 10 Plus. And to me, that's too expensive for what those phones are also. They have toned down processors, toned down cameras, toned down screen, toned down everything, and yet they're still priced higher than most good flagships, most good mid-rangers to today, and even getting into like OnePlus 5T, OnePlus 6 categories, the one thing that they have going for them that's a unique feature is their 21 by 9 display. On the, ten, on the Xperia 10, it's a 6-inch display, and on the 10 Plus, it's a 6.5-inch display. Um, that'd be the same size as the Xperia 1, and those phones are really close to being the same size. Um, they are the same size, except for the 10 Plus is just a little bit thicker than the Xperia 1. All these phones come with Android 9 Pi, which is good to see. The 10 comes with a Snapdragon 630 processor, and the 10 Plus comes with a 636. There's not a lot of difference between those, except for the uh, processor cores that they are using are a little bit different, making the 636 a lot uh, well, not a lot better, but making it better. And the 630 is what they used in last year's um, Xperia XA2 and XA2 Ultra. It's the same one that they use in those. For these two phones, the 10 Plus has much better cameras, in my opinion, since the camera on the 10 Plus is a 12 megapixel f over 1.8. It's got a telephoto camera on there, too, for two times optical zoom, while the 10 has a 13 megapixel f over 2.0 normal camera with a de- with a 5 megapixel depth sensor to give it your depth your depth information for uh, portraits and that sort of thing. The selfie camera on the 10 plus also has HDR as does the Xperia 1, while it seems that the 10 lacks that feature. These two lower end phones also come with Bluetooth 5, all the same features from having the newer uh, processors. All these ones have USB Type-C. And then the 10 and 10 Plus have 18-watt fast battery charging over Quick Charge 3. And they support USB power delivery. The 10 and 10 Plus have smaller batteries than even the higher-end one. Now, while the one has that 4K display and all of its extra goodies, it's also got a way newer processor, the Snapdragon 855, that is more power-efficient than these older ones. So, 
We'll have to see how battery is on these two phones. Uh, from what I've heard, I haven't heard any complaints about it, so it must be passable at least. Then the Xperia L3, which is a very... Um, it's another low-end one. They had their L and their L2. They've had previously the L1 and L2. And the L3 isn't much better than those. Uh, what it does bring is an 18 by 9 inch display. It's only 720p at, and 5.7 inches. So it's it's the same resolution as last year's, but it's 18 by 9 now instead of 16 by 9 ratio display. Only comes with Android 8 Oreo, the MediaTek Helio P22, which isn't near, which is kind of as far as low end processors go. I would say it's somewhere in like Snapdragon's 400 series range. Still a decent processor. Um, it's got 3 gigs of RAM, 32 gigabytes of storage, a 13 megapixel f over 2.2, so not even as good as the 10, the Xperia 10's camera. Um, it's got a 2 megapixel depth sensor for those portrait shots. It doesn't do 4K video recording, but it does have Type-C Bluetooth 5 and a bigger than the 10 and 10 plus 3300 milliamp hour battery just like the Xperia 1 does and that one will be around 200 euros I'd assume about $200 as well so that actually looks like pretty good for competing with the likes of the Moto G6 but not so much with used flagships or anything like that used flagships being one of the best values you can get I, I recently got the LG V30 uh, second hand in mint condition and so far I've had it for two days and it seems like a really good solid phone uh, I'll have more on that later probably like a short-term review and a long-term review we'll see how that goes uh, also recently I picked up the OnePlus Bullets wireless earphones um, I got those recently and so far they've been really good um, the battery, I've charged it once. We'll see how battery is and that kind of stuff. And I will be putting out a first impressions and hands-on video on our YouTube channel very soon. Just go to seriousabouttech.com slash YouTube and I'll be putting it up on there. Hey listener, if you enjoy the Serious About Tech podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon. Just go to seriousabouttech.com slash Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us for as little as a dollar and get all kinds of fun perks. Thank you. Now back to the podcast. The Nokia 9 PureView is a phone by Nokia, um, now produced by HMD Global. It's got five cameras on the back. Five. Five cameras. May I repeat it again? This phone has five cameras. It's got three monochrome, that's that's like black and white, and two color RGB sensors. They're all 12 megapixel off the same. I think it's f over 1.8 if I remember right. Yeah, they all have f over 1.8. They're, they're the exact same thing except for the same exact lens or the, yeah, the same lens, just two RGB, three black and white. And what Nokia says this does is produces pictures that have much better HDR or high dynamic range than other smartphone cameras. It can do, it can record 4K video, and it's got a 20 megapixel selfie camera. Uh, so far from what I've seen about this phone and its cameras, uh, people are, 
it doesn't live up to what they might have expected, but there's definitely a lot of software updates and stuff coming that will make the phone a lot, make the camera better than it is right now. What is cool about this camera, what is really cool about it, is that it takes all the information from these five cameras and it uses that information to get all the depth information and the color information, combine it all, take all that information, put it into a raw, like a raw format uh, picture and a normal JPEG, and produce an image that is much better than if it had been using one, two, three cameras, something like that. You can change the, the focus after the effect, after the fact, and it has a very DSLR-like blur effect in the background. As you focus on one point, other points are blurred out naturally like you would see on a professional picture. And that's really cool. Now, besides from the camera, the phone has a very average 2018 flagship specs. It's got Android 9 Pie running on Android 1, meaning it's going to get lots of updates. should get updates regularly, and Nokia is known for good updates now. It's got a basically 6-inch 1440p display, good high quality. Um, that is a POLED display. That means it could be made by LG or some company like that if it's POLED. And it's got the Snapdragon 845 processor from last year powering it. That's what powers the uh, Samsung Galaxy Note 9, their S9 series. It's got Android 9 Pie and 6 gigabytes of RAM, 120 gigabytes of storage with no micro SD card slot. So you may be filling up the phone with these big photos that are really big in your 4K video. You may fill that up, but you shouldn't have to worry about it too much. And it's got, of course, USB 3 and Bluetooth 5. It does not have a headphone jack. Keep that in mind. It has the under-display fingerprint sensor that I've heard mixed reviews on. Some of you will think it's okay, and other people think it does not work very well compared to even some other optical fingerprint scanners that they have seen. Now, the differences between these is like on the Samsung Galaxy S10 that uses an ultrasonic fingerprint sensor that sounds that sends sound waves up onto the ridges of your fingers and back down. That's how it takes the image of your finger and how it identifies you. Versus optical, just takes a picture of that through a tiny little camera that goes through the display. It takes a picture of your finger and matches it to that so it's not as accurate. The Nokia 9 does good fast wireless charging. It does 10 watt wireless charging or or 5 watt. It's got a 3320 milliamp hour battery and 18 watt fast battery charging over quick charging 3 or power delivery. So this is a phone that I think for the price of um, it was down to 599 on a special deal. It may be up to 699 depending on when you hear this and what kind of deals uh, like B&H and Best Buy, some of those places where they're carrying these, all these phones I have talked about should be carried at Best Buy, B&H, and Amazon. If they're not carried at all those places, then they'll be at least carried on Amazon. And the Nokia 9 Preview is definitely a phone I'm very interested in. It, while it may not look like a modern phone with its not small bezels, I mean, still small and stuff, and those five cameras on the back that really make it look kind of weird. But that's something that I think is really cool to see real innovation 
compared to what we've seen sometimes where companies just throw a bigger display or they bring new camera features or just things like that and then they jack the price up $200 at the same time. This phone is coming in at way underneath those prices while bringing real innovation of five cameras. Now we'll see exactly what all these five camera does and if Google can match it with their Pixel phones that are renowned for their cameras, we'll see. It definitely is a good idea and if you would let me know what your favorite phone discussed in this episode is, just go to the show notes at seriousabouttech.com slash 18, seriousabouttech.com slash 18, and there's a poll there. You can choose the Nokia 9 Pure View, the Xperia 1, Xperia 10, the Xperia 10 Plus, or the Xperia L3. I encourage you to see our website, of course, at seriousabouttech.com. Be sure to check the YouTube channel. I'll try to post more stuff there. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash seriousabouttech. There you can support our work make sure we can keep creating this content for you. And you get some cool stuff there as well for doing that. You can find us on Twitter, Serious Tech Show. That's the Twitter handle. And thank you for listening. You can always find the podcast on seriousabouttech.com. Subscribe at seriousabouttech.com slash subscribe to subscribe on all of your favorite places, whether that be Apple Podcasts if you're on iOS or Overcast or Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, or just an RSS feed. You can find all those options at seriousabouttech.com dot com slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and we will see you again next week.